St. Paul, speaking to the Corinthians, encourages them in their faith today, encourages them to truly live the gospel that they have received, that there is a force to it, because it is, it's not just mere teaching of men, but these things are done in accordance with the Scriptures, even the, the chant of the Mass kind of specifically emphasizing those points, secundum scripturas, according to the Scriptures. And so this, this call is for the Corinthians to, to continue to live the faith and not to, not to fall away from the faith, but to realize that they have been chosen by the Lord and He has blessed them with the graces corresponding to that blessing, that call. They have received the grace. And invoking this also, St. Paul also gives a, a bit of encouragement, even in the end, uh, speaking specifically of himself, but I think an encouragement nonetheless to all of us. As he's speaking about the, the witnesses to the resurrection, he counts himself as last, as one untimely born, and that he was not worthy to be called an apostle because he persecuted the church, but, as he says, by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace in me has not been fruitless. I am what I am, and his grace in me has not been fruitless. It is true that none of us is perfect. All of us sins. All of us have sinned throughout the course of our life, a greater or lesser degree, with greater seriousness or frequency or less. But all of us are sinners. None of us can count ourselves deserving of the gifts of God, worthy of the gifts of God, meriting by our own strength, by our own holiness of life, by our own goodness, the gifts of God. None of us can say, I deserve the Eucharist. I deserve mercy in the sacrament of confession. I deserve the grace of God given by time spent in prayer. We may think it, but none of us deserves it. It is a gift freely given by the Lord not because we deserve it, not because we've earned it, not because he's bound by some, some obligation of, of we've gotten enough heaven points and, and that's what we have to dispense our heaven points. You know, like, I remember like going to, going to the, the pizza store and then when I was younger, you go play the arcades and you give them tickets and they give you things, right? It's not as if by prayers we get enough tickets and sometimes you hit the jackpot, you know, you, you go to a really powerful mass and the, and the jackpot sends out, you know, 500 tickets and you get to get a really big stuffed animal or something. You know, God's gonna give me a plenary indulgence because I did X Y, and Z, and that's just it. You know, he has to give it to me. He, I deserve this. I've won it. None of us is in that case. Everything that is given to us is given because of God's goodness, which is actually a better thing than us even deserving it. Because if we deserved it, it's kind of given just, just because we expect it, because we've earned it. But by not earning it, by it being the free gift given to us over and over again, it is a sign of the love of God for us and His providence, of His desire to have us, His children, draw close to Him and to remain close to Him, to abide in Him as the Lord would invite us. It's a sign of His love that He comes to offer these things. And so it is for us to acknowledge that. It is the goodness of the Lord that pours forth upon us in so many blessings that we receive, especially those of the sacraments. 
on the other end of things. Sometimes we may take that acknowledgement of, of our unworthiness, of our inability to, uh, to merit in, in, a, in a genuine way, uh, to deserve these gifts and graces and blessings from the Lord God. We may take it in a negative sense and to kind of come down upon ourselves. It would be easy for St. Paul to say, look how terrible I've been. I persecuted the church. I have no stake in this. I have no place in this. I don't deserve this. I'm unworthy to come before the Lord. These are true statements. But the intention that sometimes can be found with them is that those things are used by the evil one to separate us from the Lord even more. Rather than to humble us and to draw us into him, they, 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 they keep us away and separate us from him because we have, have so deeply convinced ourselves, not simply of our unworthiness, but then correspondingly, that also that, that God would not want us to close to him. That God would not desire us to be close to him. That God is not a good and provident God who wants to provide for us. And that would be false. You see, the devil always takes a truth and he twists it in some manner. He never does new things. He never makes new proposals. He takes the things that are given to us by God and he, tw- and he changes them little by little so that we gradually veer off the path. It is for us to acknowledge these things, our unworthiness before the Lord, but also to acknowledge that though unworthy, he has none yet called us. He is making us holy. It is not because he needs us that he has called us, but because he wants us. He desires us again for his household in heaven. It is for us to embrace this reality, knowing indeed that we are unworthy of it. We say it every single Mass, Domine non Ninius, Lord, I am not worthy. Yet, say the word of my soul will be healed. It's the word of the Lord that comes to us to make us worthy. It's his choosing us that makes us able to receive the graces, even if we don't deserve them. It is to be able to come and to receive those graces and to allow them to bear the fruit in us. Because in the end, it is, it is not our goodness that saves us, but rather is the likeness of Christ to which we have, that the Lord sees himself in us. It is the Lord God who, who gives his life and continues to transform us more and more perfectly into his own image. And then offers us the free gift of salvation as a culmination of all of these things. It is for us to acknowledge our life as it has been, good, bad, and otherwise, graced and sinful. And to say the same as St. Paul, by God's grace, I am what I am, namely a Christian, a Catholic, one who has been baptized in Christ, one who has been clothed in Christ, even if sometimes we like to throw off our clothes and run around naked in the yard like a little child, is the fact that we indeed live this gift of faith. It has been bestowed upon us. And the Lord gives his grace to strengthen us. Over and over and again, he continues to pour out that wonderful gift of his grace. And it is not fruitless. If we respond, even if we respond poorly, we're still responding, but ideally we would respond fully with our full heart our whole consent to the good Lord and to all that he wills for us 
absolute abandonment. But in all of these things, it is for us to continue to seek after Him. Wherever we experience ourselves in relation to God, however our unworthiness may manifest itself, whether positively or negatively, it is for us to continue simply to come here again and again and to receive of the grace, to allow the grace of the Lord to convert us, to convict us, and to nourish our souls unto eternal life. For us not to be concerned with, with where, we, where we stack up in the list of things or how we measure up against our, ourselves, whether in the past or in the future, where we ought to be, where we should have been, where we should not have been, all kinds of things. It's not to be worried about any of these things. We come and place our trust in the Lord. He shows us His goodness and His mercy. He gives us His grace, and He says to us, Come, follow me. And if we're willing to follow, how blessed are we to acknowledge that wonderful gift that though unworthy, He makes us worthy. Though broken, He heals us. Though lost, we can be found. And in the end, it is for us to rejoice that in all of these things, the goodness of God is manifest over and over and again. He, out of love for us, sent his Son to die for us, on whose flesh we hear in this Holy Mass, eat and are nourished, that we might be saved. And so we pray the grace of the Lord to continue to be with us, to strengthen us, that we might recognize the unworthiness that leads to our being made worthy in Christ to open our hearts to every ounce of grace that he desires to give to us today, and to rejoice to be who we indeed have been made by Christ, Christians.